So I always feel like I'm the, I want to be the Afrikaner that goes out of the lager and shows people how amazing the Afrikaans culture is. And I want to take people from inside the lager out and go, look at how amazing the rest of the country and the rest of the the the, um, the creatives are in uh, in our country. And I think we've, we're at an amazing place right now. But I just, uh, that's why I say with these things, I love making sketch comedy. And I think looking from the outside in, people think it's just, ah, he wakes up and then he makes these things. But there's a lot of thought that goes into it. Because yeah. I, because it's such a it's such a powerful tool you have to like um you have to take it serious and understand responsibility i'm talking to Bauer bosch today he's a comedian and creative director in south africa it's great to meet you here on zoom <laughs> the pleasure is mine now listen i follow you on instagram and i really enjoyed your content um and because i'm also a south african I know some of the humor that you use and it's it's brilliant. Thank so you, tell Bill. me, have you always been the funny guy? <laughs> yeah, I think like since I was uh, like a small boy growing up in a small town called Potschefstroom, um, me and my friend Konrad Verwey, we they had a camera. So we, we always imitated like Leon Schuster's skits and the stuff that he, he did in his films. So from a young age, like... Uh, we did that as like fun, but there's also, there comes a point in your life when you realize like you got this gift of comedy and you, all of a sudden you're the funny guy in school and you're the, you're the guy that makes kids laugh in class and the teacher laughs at you. So, so there comes a point where like, Hey, I've got this, um, this magic trick inside of me that I can pull a rabbit from a hat whenever I need to. And whether it's a coping mechanism, uh, that's a whole other uh, discussion or looking at it. But sometimes it is, I guess. But uh, yeah, I guess my whole life I've been someone that looks looks at the life, looks at life um, from a lighter angle. Well, I, I wanted to say now that I think comedians look at life from a different side because I saw the sketch you did about the potholes. And I think, you know, the potholes in South Africa, it's really a big problem, but yet you you see the lighter side of it, but not just the lighter side of it. It's, it's you sort of make a little sting, you know, that to, to say that this is what we have to deal with. Yeah. So comedy is, is, is more like a, um, a bandage than it's like a operation. Uh, meaning like if, if you need big operations to get to the root of the problem and then you remove yeah. the, the cancerous, uh, whatever it is in this metaphor, yeah. but comedy puts a bandage over something. So it's not a it's not a long term solution. So in South Africa's case, with bottles and load shedding and all the challenges we have on a, on a daily basis, comedy helps to shed light in the dark times where where it's like oh, another bottle issue and you're so tired of everything that's here. Yeah. So that's that's what I like about comedy. So you've got this ability to make people laugh in a time where it's difficult to laugh mm-hmm. and just kind of. And comedy also has got the power to hold up a mirror to the ones in in power and to hold people kind of accountable in 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 some way because no one wants to be the laughing stock. But if you hold up a, a mirror to the government, in our case for the potholes yeah. kids, they it's like you say something that everyone that everyone's feeling. But also how comedy works is there's always a victim, unfortunately. I mean every joke you tell is two guys walking to a bar and the one there's always a victim in a comedy in a, in a joke in a sketch. So unfortunately, that's that's part of a comedy as well. Someone someone has to be the the butt of the joke. But you also have a great observer, 
because you in in your sketches that's very it's very um sort of um fine humor you know you you uh, you sort of you you realize that you observe people a lot to get to this to get to do your comedy yeah yeah well so uh, like as a south african you have to like stuff like politics and 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 just all the different cultures and languages that comes with being a south african like we're, we're wired in a different way doesn't mean we're better than anyone else we just there's a different uh, there's, there's something different to our fiber so i love to read the news i love south africa's history and it, it shows where we can go it put it puts emphasis on on our future so and and everything with regards to comedy and storytelling and movies and films and music, it's all about relationship. And, and what we always try to do with our sketches is make sure the relationship is true and honest. Um, and we don't, we don't just want to make jokes for the, we, we don't want easy laughs. Like we won't necessarily swear just because it's funny to swear. Yeah. If we swear in a sketch, it has to be motivated. And we just, uh, we don't want to go under the belt because that's, it's too easy. So we also, we kind of like pride ourselves in trying to write something that's a little bit, not slapstick, but also sophisticated. But like I said, in the, the kind of comedy that we like and we like to make is the stuff that kind of makes you think. But like I always want to make content that that asks questions. You look at it and you go, "Oof, I never thought about it that way." Or yeah. it's like, "Wow, that's that's actually true what he just said." So I feel like there's responsibility towards comedians, um, especially in places like South Africa. I mean, all our wounds, like everyone knows South Africa's history, our wounds came from people it's like basic relationship 101 your partner husband wife we 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 hurt each other on a daily basis and that's south africa's history with our citizens but the flip side is our healing also comes from people so that's why i like as a like white afrikaans male living in south africa um given our history i'm like hey i want to be part of the solution so let me let me write comedy that that, that holds people accountable, but shows my weaknesses and and, and shows the vulnerability of who I am as like a Bauer and Afrikaans guy, but also come to the table and say, listen, but this these things are also not right. So mm-hmm. yeah, this, the comedy like we take comedy serious. That's actually about at the end of the day, oh, okay. what, what, yeah. it comes, what it comes down to. Yeah, but it's interesting that you say that you don't you think about it and that you don't use the easy way like swearing and, and making you know, that type of comedy. Um, And do you think this is sort of the trend nowadays that it's, it's easy to, uh, to get into this um, sort of way of doing comedy to attract audiences? Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's horses for courses. Everyone's got their own niche or own thing they want to do. There's people that like to swear a lot. They want to make dirty jokes and, it's just it's just not my cup of tea. It's not the stuff I relate to. It's not the stuff that interests me. And like I say, given the context of where I find myself, South Africa is a gold mine with regards to content and stories because we're sitting with twelve cultures, twelve languages. I mean, which other country? And I mean, that's all South African citizens. I'm not talking about like London or like New York, where it's like it's a it's a big city and there's people from for other nationalities living there. I'm talking about. We're all South African, but we're 12 different people. Um, and I mean, just that, the misunderstandings that can come from that, the comedy, but also just the the, um, the similarities. There's also the thing like we focus so much on what makes us different in the world. And South Africa, especially it comes down to a stupid thing like skin color. It's like it always comes down to this, but it's not. It's about culture. Like we're different because yeah. it's about culture, not because of skin color. I mean, me and you, 
We've got the same skin color, but we're worlds apart from how we were brought up and how we think. And that's a culture. So, but just the melting pot of South Africa, how beautiful the the differences of the people and the cultures and the languages are. Um, I just find it like this is where I want to make content. That this is the stories mm-hmm. I want to tell and 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 show the world these things. At the end of the day, they're all universal. Everyone can relate. Like I take stuff like shows on Netflix. The biggest shows of like the last two years wasn't even English. It's like the Money Heist, which is a Spanish heist, like a um, bank robbery show. It's, it's called Money Heist here, but it's got another name um, in other countries. And then something like Squid Game, which is a, a Korean. That was the biggest show of the lo- last year on Netflix. And it wasn't even English. And that shows you like stories are just universal. Like if you, if you can yeah. tap into like the vulnerability of people, everyone can relate, no matter the, the language. But uh, but you you do mostly your comedy in English. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Sometimes we'll write Afrikaans, uh, like my my mother tongue is Afrikaans. Sometimes I'll write something in Afrikaans. But I'm a musician as well, so my music is Afrikaans, and that's how I came into the entertainment industry is through music. Mm-hmm. But what happened, like for me, with regards to the content, is like we sit with sixty six million South Africans, and I mean I think like Afrikaans people are maybe four or five million, which is a super minority so it was like hey i've got all these stories inside of me they're not necessarily um afrikaans in a sense like it's not it's not culturally it's not a culture story it's about like just hey i find myself in this amazing country so that's the main reason i I started making content in english is so that it can be more universal so that um, other cultures can 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 experience what i do we like i always use like the analogy like I'm Afrikaans, so we come from like the food trackers, which mm-hmm. is like we had these uh, loggers back in the day mm-hmm. to protect ourselves from like the Zulus. And we all know the Slacht and Blutterfeer and all the mm-hmm. all the events that went down with the British to come here. So so we grew up with the history as Afrikaners to like pull a logger, no one comes in, no one comes out, be safe, protect. So I always feel like I'm the I want to be the Afrikaner that goes out of the logger and shows mm-hmm. people how amazing. The Afrikaans culture is, and I want to take people from inside the lager out to go. Look at how amazing the rest of the country and the rest of the the the, um, the creatives are in uh, in our country. And I think we've we're at an amazing place right now. But I just uh, that's why I say with these things, I love making sketch comedy. And I think looking from the outside in, people think it's just ah, he wakes up and then he makes these things. But there's a lot of thought that goes into it because yeah. I, because it's such a it's such a powerful tool. You have to like um. You have to take it serious and understand responsibility. Well, I I look at your sketches and I think it's really it's the the quality the it's so well thought of and and you and and all the small little detail that you put in that really um, encapsulates the the life there in South Africa and and I think it's it's really a, of a standard that's that's an international standard you know for for yeah, the work that you're doing. Different. Yeah, I appreciate it. That, that no, really. Um, and uh, but you also have a, a partner that you that you work with. Yeah, so I've got a partner team. But so I've got two partners. Me and my friend Benny Furi. We've got a we've actually got an ad agency. So we shoot commercials for for big brands, and that's that's actually also sketches in a way. It's just more focused on a brand, and at the end, there's a hard sell element to it to to push a certain product. We so 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 I've got two parts of, of of creating sketches and making comedy. The one is with my partner Benny Furi, and the other one is with my other partner 
tamed by Robin. Uh, and we we do more stuff that's just like South Africa because I'm a I'm a white guy, he's a black guy. There's always just the the all the the, the massive misunderstandings that can happen. So it's easy for us to to just come together and just think of like the most ridiculous things because that is how South Africa looks. You the the guy that sits next to you is from a different culture or a different um speaks a different language. So this this is immediately something you can relate to when you see something we've written or we create. So that it's super fun working with him just because you can do you can do things that that you can't normally do. And he's also got a big passion to kind of like uh, not spread hope, but to like kind of inspire people and want to make people laugh. Because I mean, we're both we live in South Africa. We understand the. We also go through potholes. We also have load shedding. It's not like we're different than, than anyone else here. So we uh, we both have like a passion and a, and a heart for uh, for keeping it light and trying to help people through the, the tough times. Yeah, but I've, I've seen some of your ads as well, and you also use humor in your ads. Yeah, for us, it's basically well, it's 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 the one thing we're good at. I'm sure if we put the hard yards in, we can probably turn out a, a, a tear a tear jerker if we want to but it's it's something that comes natural for us it's it's about how we look at life that is why i think 90 percent of the things we'll do is always a comedy because that is how we view life we we see someone at the traffic light and we see that's why i say it's like a, it's it's like a blessing in a way there's the, the comedians have got a like a sixth sense to see things in a different way and to to pack and package it in a way that that you've never looked or seen um, seen look at it before. So that's why I think we'll always just stick to comedy because it's it comes natural. It's not like we sit there, we need to make it funny. It's like it is funny because that's that's our viewpoint. Yeah. And also that's the one, that's the emotional part of it. The other part of it is just where brands are at and marketing is at. The stuff you share on your WhatsApp groups or your uh, uh, SMS groups to your friends and families, normally uh it's a super inspiring. Oh, this is a beautiful message that I that I saw, or a beautiful quote. Or you're saying something funny because yeah. you want to make your friends laugh. So at the end of the day, that's also it's just a powerful tool to help get a message across. And comedy's got a way of comedians have got like a a, a free in into people's hearts. It's the same with music musicians. I mean, you don't know your your favorite musician personally. But that you know that one lyric that'll always hit you and it'll always make you cry or take you back to your first love, your first kiss. So the arts has got that ability to like enter your soul without permission. And uh, and comedy is like that. Like you you don't know these people. You, you've never met them, but this is making me fun, laugh. So I want to share it to other people. So the one side is just brands like comedy because it's it's shareable. Yeah, I think so too. I think this uh, the lighter side and the... The comedy side of things it's so uplifting so you you always have that and and like you say people share that and and want to make somebody else laugh as well so it is an absolute great tool for that but do you yeah. sometimes offend people through your comedy yo 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 Petra, <laughs> you have no idea you have no idea the, let me tell you a recent story so this the spring box is south africa's national rugby team and we just um and the World Cup was just finished. It was in France. A lot of the games was played on Sundays. Now, majority of people I think in South Africa is kind of well, maybe the majority of Afrikaans people I experienced through this is very conservative. So I made a sketch. I made three of a pastor. So it's like it's Sunday I game time. So I made a sketch I... of like a pastor. You can't focus on the sermon because tonight is a big 
quarterfinal. <laughs> so so the whole sketch is like him trying to preach, but he keeps on messing it up and he, and he puts players' names in the and sermon um, accidentally. So so it's a lot of puns, rugby puns, player name puns. And I put it on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. And I swear to you, like 500 plus people on Facebook was like, this is blasphemy. It is wrong. You can't make uh, jokes like you, you're mocking God and stuff like that. But the, the interesting thing was no one on TikTok and Instagram found it offensive. So I immediately, and I didn't understand, I didn't expect. So he just taught me like people on Facebook are a lot more conservative. It's uh, I think it's an older yeah. generation. Um, and they were just like super offended by that old sketch. So I did two follow-up ones that I didn't put on Facebook just because it's gotta be the same thing. It's yeah. I'm gonna offend people that that they don't like the stuff I make, mm-hmm. but they, it's gonna they're gonna see it and then they're gonna just give me a flack in the comment section. So no, a lot of times. I mean, I did a sketch now, which which is I don't know if you know about a town called Waranya in South Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I I made a sketch about like uh, how do how do the people there celebrate if I saw I saw that one. Color. Yeah, so it's I... it's a risky one to do, but. It's for me. It was just a funny thought. Like, how do they celebrate yeah. the, the players of color? Um, and it's not. It is, so I'm not trying to point fingers. I was like holding up a mirror, asking the question. And there were people that yeah. got offended, which is which I understand because it is a risk they want. But they were also the majority didn't get offended. So that's that's why I say comedy's always got a victim. We did a few other ones. Like I say, we when you, when you make a joke about like the tourism industry. Or the potholes or load shedding. That's the government. We we're directly making fun of the government. So that's why I say sketches and comedy has always got a, a victim, unfortunately. But <laughs> but but like I say, we don't wanna we don't stir and cause controversy just because it's clickbait. It's easy clicks. Yeah. You want to go viral. Yeah. It's never that. It's because I want to ask a question about South Africa where I find myself. And um I want to share it with the world. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, you get used to it too. It, the, the yeah. But I think it's also important to that we should laugh at ourselves. And I think I saw the yeah. ones that you did about the the pastor um, uh, during the rugby season or yeah. the rugby time. I, I found it extremely funny because yeah. I grew up in a conservative church like that. So, and you know, I I I just found yeah. it very funny. I did. I wasn't offended by anything. But yeah, but I uh, think yeah. yeah. But that's the thing. You get people, I want to show you something, but you get people that'll, that'll get offended. And there's always the ones, but at the end of the day, like that, that's why I say, you, I don't do this for praise and I don't do this for the, for the critic. You do it because you believe in what you want to say and you want to, you want to share um, what you have to say. And then, and then hopefully there's people that will agree and people who won't agree, but I want to see if I find the photo. Someone said they actually a photo of a poster. Yeah, here we go. I'm going to just hold it up. This is actually a poster. Oh, there's a camera. A pastor, this was in the newspaper, a yeah. pastor that was preaching in his Springbok jersey after they after they won. <laughs> so I was like, there we go. I knew it. There we go. Yeah. I yeah. like stuff like that. <laughs> He's your guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But what you're saying, Pedro, we should laugh more um, yeah. at each other. Yeah. At each other, um, we should laugh more at, at ourselves. ourselves. We ourselves can't, yeah. yeah, we you, who are you not to laugh at yourself? Like we have to yeah. laugh at ourselves. And we always say, like, let's laugh with each other instead of at each other, instead of like mm-hmm. the different cultures and so on. We um, but yeah, sometimes we wait too serious. I think it's easier. I think it's easier, like you say, you know, when you make fun of the government because everybody is angry about the potholes, but the moment you start 
making fun of, you know, uh, uh, this is also what I saw, how you make fun of WhatsApp groups. And yeah. but then it's us, you know. Then it's then it's really us because yeah, it's, it's so true. It's, it's, it's so closer. true. Yeah. I can I could actually identify the people, <laughs> you know, exactly. that you make fun of. And I and I think that's yeah. the thing with with the offending part is that you see yourself actually, and you see how ridiculous it is. Yeah. And then that's a bit scary too. Then yeah. So, yeah. so so the so the so the sketch about. They were on you and places like Oranya. Like I, I knew white people are gonna are gonna watch that sketch and they're gonna react towards where they are at personally with their own conversation with race. And that is how you'll react. If you're gonna be offended, then it's like you need to have more conversations with yourself. If you think it's fun, you're gonna be like, Yeah, I understand. Like I know people like that. I know people that celebrate like that. So that's the thing with what these things do, is yeah. you see yourself and you react from from a space from a place where you find yourself at within the topic or the conversation on the table. But now we talk about South Africa and about all the humor and all the the um, material you get there, but how easy was it for you to get yourself established and start making films? I mean, did you have any, any um, experience in making films? So I actually started making films after I came to the music industry through music. We started a band in 2006 when I was studying in Portugal and just journalism. And there was a gap in, in the market to make music videos. And I bought a camera and I started telling stories through music videos. Um, so, so I had the experience of being on the production side of things, shooting, organizing, um, and telling short stories, um, music videos. So... That I had zero training at all in terms of like what's correct and what's wrong. I just like you just wing it. Um, but you, but you, what, that was your band, so you did your own music videos for your band. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, so okay. we actually the first four years we didn't do the music videos ourselves because we I, I didn't see it. So after like five years in the music industry, I was like, hey, I can do music videos because it's so expensive to to outsource it. Yeah. Let me buy a camera and just figure it out myself. So only later I started doing music videos for my band, but. So, but I did music videos for lots of artists in South Africa, very, very big um, commercial artists. So it, it's a range of everything. So, and then like come like 2011, 2012, a friend of mine that's a writer, he, he came back from Korea teaching English there. And uh, there was a big film festival in South Africa. Um, and they said, you can enter your scripts and your stories. And me and him kind of uh, came up with the idea of like uh, um, a short story. Um, and then he wrote the script, so he, he's a good script writer, and I came with the production side of things. And it was just a, a, um, a great blend because you need both of those things to kind of make it happen. And that's his name is Benny Furi, and we're partners still today in the company Amazing. that um, mm. makes these things. But yeah, there's no no training. We just we are. What I always say is like surround yourself with people that's better than you, because then you yeah, firstly you look great, but it's also <laughs> it's, free, it's free education. You learn from people yeah. that are good, and it's free. Yeah. And you inspire each other. Exactly. Yeah. You, yeah. you see each other's blind spots, but also like he's someone that's like incredible with comedy. So if, if he brings something to the table, you can up it. You can go, oh, dude, but what about this? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, no, but what about this? So it's just like, a, we, we always call it like a volleyball match. Like so we, you hit the ball around, but only the one guy gets to, to smash the point. And that's how these creative things are. Like everyone's hitting the ball around, but only one guy gets to... Mm-hmm. Um, make the ultimate joke or the punchline or whatever, yeah. 
And then now you said you also did videos for other artists, but is there, is this, so this is a lucrative business for you. It's in South Africa. This sure. is something that you can do. So music videos, no. Making oh, okay. music videos for, for artists is unfortunately not, not viable at all. Just because it's this, I don't know. I don't know why there's so little money. I don't know why record label. Well, first of all, independent artists, they don't have the money to to to, to put like thirty thousand or forty thousand down. Um, but uh, but the record labels don't want to do it as well. It depends, obviously, on how big the artists are. But in my case, it was never viable. You 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 do it, you pay everyone well, and you walk away with with something on your CV. And in hindsight. It helps. It helps to go, listen, yeah. I've done all these jobs. This is the quality of what I deliver. So that helps. But the other side of it, the content side, that's definitely a whole a whole nother story because marketing, like 80% of the things you see on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram is boosted posts. It's algorithm related. Yeah. I mean, I, if I say sparkling water right now, you're going to see a sparkling water ad uh, somewhere in the next day. You're going to see yeah. something. So that's how crazy it is. So with marketing, then it's a whole different ballgame. That's the, that's what I do full-time with my with my life. I don't do a lot of music anymore. I do 90% of my life consists of writing and, and sketch, writing and shooting and acting and directing just because that's, you know, that's where the world is at right now. Everything changed with social media and how massive it is at the moment. It's it's cheaper to make something now than way back. Meaning, TV, t, um, conservative TV is dead in a sense. Like yeah. no one sits in front of a TV and you wait through ads. Now everything is streamed. You can pause. You can forward, um, and everything's online. So and the quality of phones is getting so ridiculous. So the camera on a phone is getting incredible. Absolutely. Yeah, the more people can do the, with musicians, as especially more people can make better looking stuff for for cheaper. Mm. Well, this is true, and and uh, the great marketer uh, Seth Godin said this. You know that that now everything is so available and it's so accessible, but that makes it also Perfect. tricky because you have to really stand out and you really have to do mm. your thing. And I have to congratulate you with that because you really stand out. And and um, yeah, I absolutely love your work. And uh, yeah, so. Um, so what's next for you now? What's the big dream for you? Yeah, well, I appreciate your kind words. We, we like, I don't, I don't think people understand how insecure one can get about anything you create because, like, the art is a different, it's a different beast of an industry because what you create, you have to put out there, and you put it out there for not the world because the world doesn't see this, but you have to put it out there and like. Go, okay, guys, so this is what I thought of. I'm going to be vulnerable right now. I think it's funny. And then, like, the first comment is, oh, you're lame or whatever. So the, the <laughs> a big part of doing this is just managing your own insecurities and also believing that, hey, I have something to say and I believe what I'm asking right now, saying right now is the right thing. Um, so, so, but thanks for saying that. It, it helps to... Really, to, yeah. For those insecure moments, especially. But, I mean, what's next is... We're finishing up the year with regards to my, my company Freckle that we just have to shoot a few commercials um for the year to get to to get that out of the way. And then um the whole time I'm trying like I'm keeping my finger on the pulse of what's happening in South Africa the whole time. Because every day there's something silly happening that you can um jump on. I mean, just yesterday, the physical World Cup trophy they, it was broken into the offices in Johannesburg. So Saudi yeah. is like South Africa rugby union, and they broke into the offices. 
Um, they didn't steal the World Cup trophy because it wasn't there or something. I didn't read the article. But I mean, that's that's massive news. So every day is like uh, we just won that thing two weeks ago. So um, so every uh, every yeah every week there's something new. So I try to, like figure out what do I want to do, what do I want to hop on, um, and yeah. because also yeah you have to have a personal life and you have to also chill in between. And I, I like to rest hard as well and just relax. Um, yeah. But I mean, that's that's pretty much it. It's just trying to figure out what you know, what we want to say next, and what we want to create next. So you are always busy thinking and observing. Do you ever yeah. shut your brain down that you think, okay, yeah, now? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I like to I'm, I'm, I like to read a, a lot of news. So I don't want to mm-hmm. say I like to read a lot. I listen to audio books, but I I I read news every day. So that helps you to go. Oh, this is funny. Let's try to do this. So that helps you to. to but you, you have to stay informed. I mean, if you want to comment on. South Africa and the people here, you have to be informed on what's what so it's happening. You can't have an outdated viewpoint. Yeah. Um so but I also love playing PlayStation. So I've got a lot <laughs> lots of time just to like sit back and like don't care about uh, anything else and just uh, uh, being at home and and mm-hmm. and, and uh, yeah, playing PlayStation pretty much. But um yeah, yeah well I can I can say my uh, tell you my son does that as well. And He's now convinced me um, that it's a good thing <laughs> to play yeah. PlayStation. Yeah, not a shame. I just uh, in a, in a, in a, the right. What do you call it? Um, not too much. What's the word? How can yeah. I phrase it? A balance. So you have to much. get the balance. Yeah, a balance. Yeah, yeah. 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 it starts yeah. ruining your life and taking over the insurance. No, but for I me, it's just like a way to like end the day. You know. Yeah, I think it's that. What I understand now about it is that just uh, taking you a little bit away from reality that just yeah you know, it's like watching a, a movie yeah yeah mm. it's just that just for an hour and a half two hours i don't want to make a decision yeah. apart from who i'm going to shoot on the on this tv screen <laughs> on the game that's all i want to make decide on. <laughs> <laughs> but i'm just thinking now i wonder if your family and friends are a bit sometimes a bit uh cautious when you're around but do you do you are you also in the family do you make fun of no the, the, the strange thing is i'm not the i'm not the the jokester or the prankster when okay. there's family yeah. gatherings I, I i've thought about it a lot like why aren't i like that it's either and i, I honestly i don't know i don't know why it's either it's either like it's the one space where i don't I have, to, I have to meaning yeah. i can actually just mm-hmm. like hey man just just chill meaning but it, but it doesn't mean like i'm on the whole time it's not like i walk around being oh you have to be the funny man it's not oh, like yeah. that at all yeah. it's mm-hmm. just like i'm not here to be that and do that i'm here to like catch up and and hear mm-hmm. what's up with do people everyone. expect that from you really i don't think so i think maybe okay. in my early days where i was a lot more active on social media a lot more outspoken i'm actually super chill now when i was younger like i don't know mm-hmm. when you started following the stuff i do but i was when i was younger i was just i was like a typical young guy with with a voice meaning i felt like i had to comment on everything and then i wasn't informed i just made it i just commented on stuff to to say something and it was like he's just why it's stupid you're burning your you're you're putting your foot in your mouth all the time so i was i'm actually a lot more toned down now but it's also because i understand what has more power it's like think it through yeah. and like, like that's why like history is so important when you unpack it over time like you can't uh like like it's it, like christianity is like that like it's two thousand years old that's why it's still so powerful for some people because you can you can unpack it for like two thousand years 
where something that happened yesterday, it's like you can't really understand what happened yesterday. You can know what happened. You have the facts, but the yeah. why of it, that takes time to to unpack and figure out. And um, yeah, I think that's that's pretty much also the the, the approach with um, mm. with these things. So I don't think so. When I was younger, I was super controversial for stupid reasons. And now it's like, hey, just let it simmer. You know mm. what you want to say. Like a good example that that sketch about the people in Narania. That, that was like two months. I had that idea for two months. And I had to like sit, okay, but what's the best angle? Should I do it during the World Cup? Is it going to be a bummer? Is going to people be like, oh, dude, we're winning now, man. Why do you want yeah. to? So you have to like simmer, <laughs> when, simmer yeah. things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to know when to stir a little the pot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but now, what, what advice would you give your 16 year old self? Hmm. Sure. I think never underestimate like time like everyone always says like life is short and it is short but if i think of like the amazing the amazing life i've had so far i went through a, a terrible divorce so i've all i've also had like the worst of times but just how many times my life has changed with regards to like doing interesting and cool things that i never thought i'd do by just being just being open to to things not to think like oh it's never too late to, to switch careers so it's never too late to pursue something something new I'm, I'm turning 40 next year so and I've, and I've had an amazing life so far and hopefully it'll be another 40 50 years ahead of me but um you don't have to have all the answers now you don't have to have everything figured out now like like time helps to like let you simmer um inside who you really are like um like you know uh when, when like a, a pot the poiki course what would that be like a stew yeah. like it takes time for the stew to, to get all the flavors and 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 uh, and yeah, get to the perfect kind of mix we are. So yeah, I think it's kind of that is, is don't trust trust time, trust time. I think that's such great advice because also, I mean, all the people that I talk to, uh, you can see when they talk about their careers. Also, you see it's a it. There was a long period of time that that it took for things to really happen. And I think today we live in this very instant world and young people grow up in this very instant world where something today, you know, if you want something today, you get it today. And yeah. and this really, this time period that needs to happen for you to evolve and for you to get to that point, so where you are today, I think that's so important to realize that, you know, that all these things take time. Yeah, I've I've started to see a um, a life coach like earlier this year for like my next big dream and thing I want to pursue, and he, there's a there's a there's a question he asked is like how long did it take you to get where you are now? And then my answer I think was like say must say seven years or something like that. And then it's like so so how long do you think it's gonna take for your next thing to happen? And I was like ah, probably six months. And then it's like but. If it took you seven years to get where at now, and the next dream is just like, it'll probably also take yeah. seven years. So, so you just put time into that wasn't answer necessarily because the things can go faster, but it's just like you you can't you can't rush these things. You exactly. can't um, yeah. you can't rush these things. You everyone wants a photo on top of Table Mountain, but you have to walk there if you don't take the cable exactly. car. But so yeah. you know, people don't want to take the the first step and. It takes, you know, you can't get to the top of Table Mountain with one step. It's whatever, 100,000 steps. I don't know. <laughs> Never been there. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's absolutely true. But, yeah. Bauer, this was so great talking to you. You've got such a great energy, really. 
<laughs> Thank you. I appreciate the time. It was awesome chatting. I love chatting about these things. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and really, I um, I wish that you could come and do a, a, a show or a sketch in, in Vienna. That would be great. Oh, that would be, oh, that, be amazing. Thanks, Peter. It was good to meet you. Lovely Have to meet you day. too. Thank, thank you. Bye. You, bye. Too. bye. Bye. bye.